Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I don't create the drama, but I'm here for a bitch. Welcome to Tea Time Unfiltered with Lovely Tea, where we talk about the latest celebrity tea, viral news stories, and anything trending on social media. So grab your teacups because you already know this podcast is what? Piping hot. Hey, tea sippers. I hope you guys are doing good this evening. So I want to welcome you to another episode of Tea Time with Lovely Tea Unfiltered. So I want to come out here and talk about two viral videos that have taken place in the past 24 hours. And I want to talk about the topic more in depth. And I want to be free to talk about the topic, okay? So if you guys don't know, yesterday, Delante West, he went viral all over social media yesterday. And I had posted the video of him. Um, One was taken the day before where he was in the middle of the street and he was getting beat up by some random man. The dude was stomping on his head. It was really painful to watch. And then the next video, you have a police officer questioning Delante, trying to figure out what happened and how he found himself getting beat up on the street. So Delante is definitely... um, agitated he's annoyed he's not filling the police officer's questions so i want you guys to go ahead and listen to this audio really quick snakes on my life what man all right why'd you hit him did he attack you first with his self-defense or did you hit him man i walked down the street man approached me with an eye butt with a gun you approached where's his gun at i don't give a fuck okay you know where his gun is i don't give a fuck okay young champ I'm the leader of the motherfucker. Goddamn Navy Seals. And the home. And the Navy. I'm motherfucking President Trump. I'm the real fucking president. Okay. I'm right now. I'm not the leader. All the games. What happened? All right. So you guys just watched that video. And it's just really disturbing to see how far Delonte West has fallen off. But this is nothing new to all of us sports fans out there. If you guys know the history of Delonte West and all the things he's been through over the past few years, and you wouldn't be shocked. Um, about two years ago, he was filmed on the streets of um, Maryland. He was out and about, and somebody seen him. He looked like he just gotten out of a mental institution. He still had on his robe. He didn't have on any shoes. He seemed to have escaped. And the person took a picture with Delonte West and posted on social media. Um, Delante West has also admitted himself that he's been battling mental illness for years. Um, teammate Booby Gibson talked about this a few years ago. What's up, Daniel? How are you? Pretty good. I hate having news to you, but it's part of my job. Um, have you been, do, you, do you still keep up with Delante West? There's like picture, pictures of him surfacing, showing him that he's homeless, like yeah. dancing outside the street. Have you seen any of those pictures? I have, I have, I have. I uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it because the internet is tricky. Yeah. You never know what's real and what's fake. Exactly. But I do know when he was playing ball, he had like um, he did have a few mental issues. Okay. And it could it could have got tough for him when he's done because they don't yeah. really like help. Uh-huh. Yeah. Finish. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't know personally if it's really him, but I hope. Okay. Not. Do you guys still keep up? When's the last time you spoke to him? We had a reunion game or uh-huh. something. Yeah. Like three or four years ago. Okay. That was the last time I spoke to him. Okay. Do you think LeBron should reach out to him, or what do you think about that? 
as far as just players reaching out to him, maybe try to get in contact with him. That's if, if they friends or if they cool or like anybody that got a coach, like Jameer Nelson is somebody that was really close to him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Guys like that because you play on teams with guys, but they don't always be your friends. Yeah, you that's true. I mean? And most notably, people are saying that he was blackballed from the NBA for allegedly smashing LeBron James's mother. So the inside joke is that Delonte West is LeBron James's daddy. Because as we all know, Gloria James has no idea who knocked her up and created that man who we all know is King James, right? So that's just been like the long-running joke. But um, to see him out here on this curve, it was just sad. It was just really sad to see how far he's fallen. He looks dirty. He looks disheveled. You know, and from what I'm hearing, the police officer who recorded him, now I don't know if he's the one who uploaded it to social media, but they're saying that he's been reprimanded and he's been suspended. And so once all this happened, of course, here comes the, you know, the the social media justice warriors with their pitchforks and, you know, all these super moral people were attacking LeBron James. They were attacking the NBA. They're saying, you know, you guys are rich. There's no reason for him to be out here like this. LeBron James, he was your teammate on the Cleveland Cavaliers. You need to step up and do your job. I mean, people were like really dragging LeBron. LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. As if this dude is really LeBron James's father. Like, So I'm watching all this play out on social media. Like, are we in the twilight zone here? Like, you know, first of all, This is not the first time that Delonte West has been caught like this. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's happened multiple times. The NBA is well aware of his issues. Um, Now, do I believe that he smashed Gloria James? I don't know. That's been the long-standing rumor. People are saying that that's why he was blacklisted from the NBA because of LeBron James. I don't know. But I find it very funny that now all of a sudden people want to get on this moral high ground and tell and tell LeBron James what he needs to do because he's rich. Now, let me remind you guys that before Delonte West fell off, he made approximately $16 million while in the NBA, okay? So he made his money and he squandered it, you know, on partying, drugs, and, you know, his mental illness issues, okay? Now, let's take the celebrity away. Let's take the, you know, LeBron James is the best in the NBA, you know, per my opinion. Let's take all that away. And let's just have two regular men who were coworkers. Let's say they just worked at AT AT&T together. They did customer service, okay? They were on the same team. You know, they were under a woman named, you know, Samantha Smith. That was their manager. They took inbound calls. Sometimes they went to lunch together. Sometimes they hung out outside of work. Nothing more, nothing less. So now one of the the workers from AT&T He ends up losing his job. He goes on a downward spiral. He gets real depressed. He starts abusing drugs. It exacerbates his illness. It makes his mental illness come more to the surface. So now if these were just two regular guys who were co-workers together, nobody in their right mind would say that that co-worker, it's his responsibility to take care of his ex-co-worker. Like, I mean, do y'all understand how foolish that is to blame LeBron James for Delonte West's situation, regardless if you feel like LeBron James got him blackballed or not? It's not LeBron James's job or the NBA's job to take care of Delonte West now that he's falling off. My thing is, the first question that came to my mind is, where's his family? Not why isn't LeBron James looking out for his old teammate. Not why isn't Adam Silver doing what he needs to do for Delonte West. My first thought is, where's his mother? 
We're his cousins. We're his siblings. We're all these people who are around. When that young man became the number one draft pick back in 2004, he was pick number 24 overall in the first round. I bet you all his family members were there cheering him on. Everybody was there. You know, that's my cousin. That's my brother. That's my relative. And now that he's falling off on hard times, where's the family? Where's the family unit? Those are the people that I'm going to look to first before I look to a LeBron James, a Booby Gibson, and other people. While this situation with Delonte West is sad, it's nothing new. And what I find funny is that he's getting all of this outpouring of sympathy and people are shaming LeBron James. But yet and still, in L.A., because I lived in L.A., there are people out there with mental illness literally on every corner. You can literally just be walking to the grocery store. You are running to people talking to themselves, people who haven't bathed in months. You can smell them before you see them. I mean, people who will just jump up from their sleep and, you know, run after you. I mean, it's, it's really scary sometimes when you're like in Hollywood or in downtown L.A. and you're just trying to simply get to an audition. So if you guys are not rallying to help these regular Joe Schmoes, these regular men and women who are suffering from the same type of ailments and mental illness that Delonte West is suffering from, then you need to keep your mouth hush, okay? And stop trying to tell LeBron James and the other people in the NBA what to do. If you're not helping the local person, the person who's going through something in your own neighborhood, then don't worry about anybody else's backyard. Because I see this a lot with social media. So we're going to get into some real things. There might be some hurt feelings, but you know, I don't give a shit. I see this a lot on social media. I'll never forget when everything first happened with uh, Mahia Campbell. She's the one who played Tiffany Warren on the UPN sitcom called In the House, okay? And she was LL Cool J's co-star. And I remember back in like 2009, this was still the early years of YouTube. And I remember when her video went viral and I was shocked to see her. She was missing teeth. I mean, she was out in L.A., you know, hopping in and out of cars, turning tricks. I mean, she did not look like the beautiful woman that we were used to seeing on, you know, on our TV screens for years. And I remember so many people were attacking LL Cool J back then. Like, you know, where's LL Cool J? Where's Debbie Gibson? Where are all these people who were her co-workers and who were, you know, on her sitcom show? They should be doing something for her. They should take her under their wing. And that's not always realistic. You know, a lot of times, I know her mother tried to help her a lot before she passed away. Um, her mother went through a lot to try and help uh, We've also seen on um, Ilyana Fix My Life. She's been through a lot of stuff. Not everyone can necessarily be helped when you want them to be helped. And it's not fair to blame other people who are merely co-workers. It's not fair to give them the responsibility of the family. LL Cool J was nothing more than a co-worker. I'm sure they had a friendly relationship. I'm sure he cared about her. But he doesn't really owe her anything outside of that. You know, and for all we know, he may have tried to help her. LeBron James, Booby Gibson, and all these other people may have tried to help Delonte West. But again, these people have to want the help. They have to take the help seriously. And sometimes it's too much for the families to even deal with. You know, I have somebody in my family, um, and I've spoken about this in the past. You know, my ex-husband's sister, she suffers from, you know, mental illness. And um, I believe a lot of these mental illnesses are brought on by drug use. Drugs can exacerbate all of those issues. And I believe that's what happened with her. You know, she was she went to go try E-Pill because that's what was popping in the early 2000s. Everybody was taking E and rolling and all this goofy stuff. And I'm watching this like, nah, this shit, this shit ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? And she took it and she really has not been right ever since.
you know, and it's so many people that get addicted to drugs and it really gives them a chemical imbalance in their brains, you know, because these drugs are altering your system. One, you're getting addicted to them, but every time you take a pill, every time you, you know, snort a line, every time you drink alcohol, you're changing the chemical compositions in your brain and in your body. And a lot of people don't want to talk about that. We want to promote drugs like it's just some fun shit. You know what I'm saying? We just bought the, you know, took a little bit. We're going to pop some pills. We're going to drink a little bit of liquor. But there are real life consequences. And nobody's really talking about how a lot of these drugs are also the ones that are affecting the mental health of a lot of people. People are acting like mental illness is just something new and it's coming out of nowhere. A lot of mental illness is growing in this country and especially with young people between the ages of 18 to 25. It's growing. It's steadily going up. And I believe a lot of that is because of this drug culture. Sipping lean, you know, popping pills and Zans and perks and everything else. If you guys do not know, I want to read to you guys a list of substances that can trigger mental illness. Things like Xanax, Valium, Ritalin, cocaine, Adderall, alcohol, um, uh, hallucinogens, opioids, including prescription drugs, they can trigger depression. So you might get that high real quick, but then when you come down, you'll be highly depressed. Cannabis, psychostimulants, alcohol, and a combination of any of these mind-altering drugs, they can trigger bipolarism. Alcoholism, psychostimulants, opioids such as heroin, prescription painkillers, sedatives, and benzodiapines, they're known to trigger anxiety. Okay, psychostimulants such as methamphetamines and cocaine and hallucinogens and opioids um, and cannabis, they're known to trigger psychosis. Alcohol, benzodiapines and opioids can also trigger delirium. Alcohol and psychostimulants can also trigger dementia. Opioids and benzodiapines and other hallucinogens can also trigger amnesia. So those are just a few drugs that people take in any combination that can trigger things in your body. So it might not be the first time that you pop a pill. You might be good. But if you take those pills long enough, if you keep popping those zannies and, you know, that Valium and smoke a little weed and drink a little alcohol, you know what I'm saying, and you're doing a combination of these drugs, they can and will eventually take a toll on your mental health. And this is why the mental health epidemic is rising in this country. There's lots of articles on this. And I want to go ahead and read some of this to you guys. They state here, between the years of 2008 and 2017, the amount of adults that experienced serious psychological distress in the last months increased amongst most age groups. The largest increase was seen amongst young adults between the ages of 18 to 25, 71% notably. Rates of serious psychological distress increased by 78% amongst adults between the ages of 20 and 21 during this time period. There was a decline in adults between the ages of 65 and older. They also noted in this article that the increase of adolescents' major um, depressive episodes really began after 2011, and it was also in concurrent with the increased ownership of smartphones and digital media at the time. And that's what's causing a lot of this, you know, depression and, you know, trying to keep it with people and, you know, being so stuck on everything you see on the gram. And because you don't have it, you take pills to forget and to get over it. So it, it's a vicious cycle. So now on top of Delonte West, you know, having a psychotic breakdown today, we also have Orlando Brown. 
You know, so this is the second person in less than 24 hours. So if you guys do not know, Orlando Brown was a young man. He played in Major Pain. He was also um, featured on That So Raven. Um, he played Eddie on that show. And he was like a really funny character. He was a funny kid overall. He had a lot of good acting jobs. I had always been a fan of him. But over the past few years, this young man has just gotten crazy. He's literally just, you know, gone off the deep end. He self-medicates. And, you know, sometimes when he gets super high, he says the most craziest stuff. And today he was on camera basically saying that Nick Cannon sucked his pee. Y'all go ahead and check out this video and I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary. Oh, don't worry about Nick. Nick. Okay, look, fine. Fine, okay? You want me to tell everybody? Let me let everybody know about that. Okay, fine. Nick, I let you suck my dick. Okay? Fine, I said. I let Nick suck my dick. And <laughs> and I liked it. It was okay. Fine. Nick, you sucked my dick. But everybody knows you did it as a female. But Nick, you sucked my dick. I don't want to say that. You know? <sighs> Nick been sucking dick. <laughs> Nick, you know you've been sucking dick. <laughs> Mush mouth, motherfucker. <laughs> you don't want me on while enough. Nick been sucking dick. Nick been... Everybody in the world gonna be like, Nick been sucking dick. <laughs> Nick been sucking dick. All right, so you guys just watched that video, and the entire situation is just really sad. You know, Orlando Brown is the same dude that came out and said that, Mike, that he was Michael Jackson's son. He was on the Dr. Phil interview, couldn't remember any of his children's names, you know, so he's been going out the deep end for a long time. He sits on Instagram 24-7, smoking weed, drinking. So a lot of people were talking about this. Of course, he became the number one trending topic in the world. So that was insane. Folks were laughing, dragging him. Everybody has something to say, but Nick Cannon has now addressed the situation. And this is what Nick Cannon has to say. I'm going to go ahead and read this to you. So Nick Cannon says, when I first saw this, I thought it was fucking hilarious. But then after putting a little congenitive effort and analytical thought into the situation, I figured out what a great opportunity for a teachable moment. First of all, let me say I'm praying for the young brother Orlando. Even though I really don't know him personally, I have always loved and enjoyed his talent and have been a fan of his past work. He was fucking brilliant and major pain and had us all laughing on that so raven. But this is another critical example of when we allow our young artists to be prematurely exposed by this demonic business and left out to fend for themselves. We need better support systems for our youth and take care of our own. I watch various of this young brother's videos and all I see is a cry out for help. So I don't know if there's any real leaders or solid individuals in this young man's life, but let's embrace him and tighten him up so he doesn't become another lost victim to these Hollywood circumstances. I indeed believe that this brother has a God-given talent to be on Wild and Out, but this definitely isn't the way to audition. This actually hurts my heart to see that we have allowed Orlando, along with various other young gifted performers we grew up loving, to just dwindle away after all these corporations made billions off of them. 
Now, due to substance abuse and diagnostic psychiatric disorders, our loved ones are now are aimlessly begging for the attention they once were given instead of the help that they actually need. All the while we sit back and just laugh. The most irresponsible parties involved in all of this is our media, specifically the culturally conscious. For us to continue to post slanders and tear one down for clickbait to make these white supremacy propagated platforms more money is asinine and deplorable. These cannibalistic tactics only destroy us. In a post like this, who wins? We might chuckle, joke, pass the gossip on through our low-frequency vibrations, but does it make you feel good, especially knowing that there are higher powers looking down at you? So I hold iHeartRadio at Complex World Star Hip Hop accountable. So that is what Nick Cannon had to say. And I definitely agree with a lot of the points that he made. But let's not start once again, like I said, pointing fingers because this is not the first time Orlando Brown did this. This is just the first time that Orlando Brown mentioned your name. When he was out here disrespecting Raven Simone and putting their sex life out there and saying that Raven sucked his dick and Raven did this and that, I didn't hear all this mush mouth talk. So again, we got to keep the same energy. I don't find any of it funny. I think it's sad how far he's fallen off. But again, I ask, where are the family members? Where are the people closest to people like Orlando Brown and Delonte West? Because when Orlando Brown was basically working from the time he was, what, three years old and bringing home a check and paying real bills, you know what I'm saying? Where are those same people there for him now? The same ones that he was paying their bills and making, you know, making a comfortable life for them. Where are they now to help him? And it's easy to say, well, he's a grown man and this and that. He is a grown man. But again, the responsibility is on his family. It's on his closest associates. It's not on World Star Hip Hop. That's what the media does. They exploit everything. You know what I'm saying? It's no different than Nick Cannon bringing Azealia Banks onto Wild and Out. We all know she has mental health issues. You know, so we've all been guilty of it. It's very easy to point the finger when you're now the subject of ridicule. But we've all been guilty of it. You know, Nick Cannon included. But I just hope that these young men get the help that they need. Because like I said, this entire situation is just really sad to see how far he's fallen off, to see how far Delonte West has fallen off. But what's not needed is to play the blame game. What's needed is that we need to have a real discussion. We need to bring out real information, especially when it comes to, you know, mental health and the stigma in the black community. And the sad truth of the matter is that instead of seeking professional help for these different conditions, Conditions such as depression, anxiety, you know, and things like that, a lot of us turn to self-medication. And that goes back to those drugs, that goes back to those opiates, those alcoholism, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes even isolation. You know, sometimes, you know, we get so depressed, we don't want to be around anybody. We isolate ourselves in attempt to solve our problems by our own. You know, because again, we tell young boys, you're not supposed to cry. Black men are not supposed to show their feelings. Black men are supposed to chuck that shit up. And that's not true. Some of the biggest people going through hurt and holding it in are black men. That's why so many black men don't have a problem looking at another black man and pulling the trigger. It's not because they're inherently evil or born evil. It's because they're hurt and hurt people hurt other people. And mental illness is rampant, you know, but these kids are so busy popping pills and getting high. And, you know, like I said, that is what is triggering and exacerbating a lot of these mental illnesses that we're seeing. It's because of the drugs.
and people self-medicating and not getting the help that they need. So this entire situation is just really sad. But I wanted to come on here and talk about this and really, you know, get deep into the thick of the matter, you know, concerning mental illness and, and the things that are going on in the community and how we need to stop stigmatizing people with mental illness, especially in the black community. It's OK to reach out for help. People need to realize that you're not alone. And if you're dealing with any type of mental illness, if you're dealing with any type of depression, if you're, you know, just constantly using drugs and you don't know how to get away from it, definitely look and seek help. You are not alone in your pain and it does not make you weak. It does not make you less than anybody because you're hurting. It just means that it's time for you to reach out and ask for help. And when somebody asks for help, somebody that's close to you, Get them the help that they need. That's not the time to turn your back on them. That's not the time to judge them. That's not the time to belittle them. Just help them out. And don't put that burden on other people. If it's your family member, then you step up and you help them out. You know, so I hope that this podcast helps whoever needed to hear this today. You know, I want to come on and talk about this subject because it needs to be talked about. It needs to be dwelled into. And we need to stop shaming people and making, you know, internet fodder of people who are suffering from mental illness. I wish Orlando Brown the best. I also wish Delonte West the best as well. From what I hear, you know, LeBron James did reach out and say that he wants to fly Delonte West out to Cali and that he's willing to help him out. Now, I do believe that he put that statement out there because of all the pressure and people clowning him and, you know, talking mess about him. But hopefully, you know, if Delonte West chooses to have LeBron James help him out, hopefully he'll take him up on that offer. But if not... Hopefully, Delonte West's immediate family will step up and help this man out. So thank you guys for joining me once again for this episode of Tea Time with Lovely Tea Unfiltered. And to further discuss anything I talked about during this podcast, feel free to go to my YouTube channel. I'm also going to post the first 10 minutes on there, and there'll be a good discussion going on in the comment section. My name on YouTube is Lovely Tea TV. Thank you once again for tuning into my podcast. You guys have a good evening, and I'll see you guys on my next show.